Don't you feel divine? Welcome to Podcast Divine. I'm Kenny. I'm Diva. The body. And lady. And here we are on the back porch. Finally, Fireside Chats 2021 officially. It's good to be here. It's mm. great to be here. Happy fall, fall is here. Welcome. Fab to be queer on a patio. Indeed. Finally. Fire table is where it's at. Oh my gosh. Let's not I'm knock excited. the decanter <laughs> over today. Just not today. today. Tomorrow. <laughs> Potential for tomorrow. Today we're talking about quarantine. Ugh. Mm. Specifically, albums from quarantine that kind of helped us through or came out during or things that we were obsessed with. Um, and I've just got to say that looking at my list, I feel like I was quite busy through quarantine, <laughs> made it through several discographies, but uh, I'm curious to know how everyone else got through because you know i already know taylor swift was everything to me so mm. lady yeah why don't you start us off okay um i'm gonna state the obvious first just to get it out of the way but i think chromatica by gaga at least has been our quarantine family's big hit Still carrying us through to Momentous this day. Momentous occasion mm -hmm. that was Chromatica. Yeah, it fits in every occasion, but yeah, kept us from going to the dark depths of sadness for kept sure. Kept me from going insane. Yeah. Truly. We yeah. first listened to that. That came out the night. It's like 11 o'clock here in Alabama. Mm -hmm. And then the next day or next morning we left for the beach. And so by the time we had left, I've already listened to it one time and then went to sleep and then woke up and we drove to the beach and then you guys listened to it on the car on the way there. And it Ugh. was just Still the best. Still hearing that sign from above with Elton John Ugh. driving into Dolphin Island. That was awesome. That ending drum part. Mm -hmm. Everyone's The first time you listen to it, you're like, what the f*** is going on? <laughs> <laughs> what is this breakbeat? Where did this come from? Mm -hmm. I'm so confused, best but I'm so happy. ever. Love that. It really was. So that was kind of everybody's that I know made a huge impact. But kind of branching off of that, there were a lot of dance albums and just like fun, poppy. I don't listen to a lot of pop, but pop now has been do. a huge thing for the past couple of years because it's just so it was the cheer that I needed to carry me through. So lots of cheer and lots of wine for sure. Yeah. Yeah. They go together. Um, Future Nostalgia by Dua Lipa. That was like it was a great one. The first. Yeah, that was right at like the beginning. Official. She was like one of the first album. ones to dive in and be like, "I'm still releasing music." Everyone kind of puts their albums off, and she was like, "No, nope, I'm doing it," and I'm so thankful that she did. Looking at you, Janet. Where's yours? <laughs> this little black diamond. Come on. Mm. Mm. Give her a second. She's got time. Those are two great ones. I love Chromatica and I love Future Nostalgia. Mm -hmm. They're just fun all the time. The body. Yes. Give us one. Positions by Ariana Grande. Absolutely. Uh, it's no secret that I'm a huge Ariana Grande fan. Wow, you heard it here first, folks. You're a Grande <laughs> Ariana Grande fan, as it were. Okay. Sorry. We're the damn team. <laughs> yeah. Um... You mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, Positions was, was a moment for me um, from the whistle tones on my hair. Mm, that's a great song. Yeah. Great. A real uh, great song. 34, 35. 34, 35. I don't understand what does that mean. She's bad at math, too, Kenny. Okay, <laughs> cool. Just checking. I can't Means believe you remember those numbers, Diva. It's a lot. <laughs> well, I didn't know what the heck she was talking about. I said heck. 
This is so I don't have to bleep it out because I'm tired of bleeping shit out. Um, oh, fuck it. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know what the uh, the fuck she was talking about. And then whenever I somebody was like, "Do the math," I think it was you. It comes out to be sixty-nine. I was like, <gasps> "Scandal!" Yes. Scandaloso. But yeah, positions was a good one for me, as well as a. Uh, Folklore by Taylor Swift. Wow, Total. I might take you out of this whole podcast for naming that before me. I'm Ooh. sorry. <laughs> well, I figured that could transition wow. into you. So, Folklore was my number one quarantine album. Number one. You cry, you laugh, you hate yourself, you love yourself, oh you goodness. hate your cat, you love your cat. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it's all there. Um, Just sounds like one of your normal days. I have <laughs> just like, the progression of a day in Diva Divine's life. <laughs> she just came out with that album at the right time, and then I like I loved it and was obsessed, like I always am with anything she releases. And then one day I I was I had this I had to get this stupid serving job I didn't want to have at a corporate steakhouse that I thought I'd never go back to, and I was like had my second day on the floor and walked back to my car at the end of a long day and got in the car and started that album and just immediately started crying and cried through the whole thing. It's just a beautiful cardigan. I beg your pardon. <laughs> the duets with Bonnie Iver. Mm. I'll take this time to say Evermore as well as the sister album of Folklore. It should be mentioned. Yeah, how um, do you, I mean, should the two be compared? No, I don't think there's opinion. a comparison. I think they're just a uh, folklore was an introduction to a new sound and Evermore was a continuation of that sound. Um, mm -hmm. So it's not a comparison necessarily. One is a specific statement. Another one is a specific statement. But they do come across as two very different albums just within the same general musical idea. So Evermore was the one that I connected to a little bit more, right? You liked Evermore. I yeah. mean, you liked them both, mm -hmm. but Evermore was the one that you enjoyed more. And I haven't been really, I haven't connected with Taylor Swift in a while. So hearing that from her was really interesting for me to kind of bring me back. And it was just a style that I really resonate with. That was cool. That like stripped down. Mm-hmm acoustic very honest she's a great songwriter but that that honest thing was very effective for kind of reaching a lot of people who are sitting alone in their apartments probably feeling yeah, the same sure. way mm -hmm. so yeah those definitely need to be mentioned mm -hmm. um i'll also say this did not come out during quarantine but lady and i and kenny quite often uh we definitely found solace in norman Rockwell, absolutely. That was on my list. Like, yeah, multiple nights for a long time. I keep coming back to that one. Just it fits in every situation for me. That's Lana I Del Rey for those who are not familiar. But yeah. um, have you listened to that album, The Body? I have not. It's a great album. We it's might end tonight with that album. It's quite fab. Wow. I just uh, Lana Del Rey has never been at the top of my list for people I'm excited to listen to, but mm -hmm. that album is so well constructed. Thanks to the Grammys, actually, for making me think that I should listen to it because yes. it was nominated for Album of the Year, which it, it definitely should have been. Yes, and we were like, eh, like we always are, and then we listened and we were like, huh. The minute it starts, you're, right. you're just transported. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's keep going around. Kenny, Great. what's a quarantine album you got? Well, uh, I can honestly say that Chromio's Quarantine Casanova was one of my favorite albums of quarantine Chromio. with such songs as Clorox Wipe, Six Feet Away, Stay in Bed and Do Nothing, <laughs> and Roni Got Me Stressed Out. <laughs> Roni? Yes, Roni. Roni Got Me Stressed Out. As opposed to as Ronnie. In, as in Tinder Roni. Exactly. Oh, that God. was. Armani knows. I got it. Excuse me. The body knows. I, I got it. You do that all the time. I know. I, I'm just going to call people whoever I want to call them because, you know, it's me. Can I do that? That's Is that what acceptable? dads do. 
That's what dads do. Ryan, Adam, Jacob, (laughs) Megan. (laughs) It was always, step back at lit, Sam. (laughs) Just the first half. It must be hard if you have. Honestly. What's life with siblings and children? I don't understand. (laughs) Anyway, Chromeo. Yeah, Chromeo. Okay, I actually saw that on a list. Before we had this conversation, I just kind of looked at a a brief list of best 2020 albums, like Mm -hmm. quarantine albums, and that was on there. Yeah, it's a fantastic record. Um, I really enjoyed listening to those tracks at the few weddings that I was able to play in 2020, so it was nice. Masks on and all that jazz. It was great. And all that jazz. Exactly. Other than that, I just kind of regret i didn't regress i i progressed in my study of dark electronic moody things and industrial (laughs) industrial music so it was mostly playlists no specific albums but artists such as nitzareb and vnv nation and alan vega and just a whole lot of stuff that nobody's actually heard of (laughs) because that's what i do okay I'm curious who the first person is that's going to mention Harry Styles. Mm. I was ready. So <laughs> I wanted it intro. to be me. <laughs> oh, it could be you if you want to talk about it. No, I want you to talk about it. I just Sweet wanted to say Harry. his name first because he's hot. He's on tour right now. I know. All these Instagram videos of him dancing on stage with those gray outfits. He's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I really love Fine Line. Um that was it was summer right after future nostalgia yes, right like it maybe was a week Dua or two and then weeks Harry. after and we were so thankful for mm-hmm. just let me adore you adore you and golden and falling was a huge that was the first song that kind of like i taught a lot of virtual voice lessons during quarantine all virtual voice lessons and so when I started getting my students back, everyone was singing Falling. Like, that was the first one. So that's kind of what I think of. Just a monumental moment. I love how his career has gone. Yeah, me I'm too. I'm so happy with it. I wasn't a huge One Direction fan. I mean, I'm like, I don't hate them. No, they we were just a, a little purpose. too old, I think. Just we a missed little, that boat. A little too seasoned, let's say. <laughs> Like that. <laughs> <laughs> Quite seasoned. A little too salty for Quite. such gladness. But um, um, yeah, I'm really happy. He's kind of going the Paul McCartney route yeah. for uh, his, his career, which I love. I think he's very smart. Did you get into that? I did not. No? You haven't gotten into Harry Styles? Not really. No. Should think about it. He's got some great songs. He does. He's, real He's cute. very talented. He's very cute. The Divine's Where's recently great covered clothes. Uh, Watermelon Sugar, actually. Yeah, that song in, in itself is a vibe. Mm-hmm. It is. I've heard that song. I mean, it's hard not to like <laughs> hear that song. Yes. <laughs> it's true. That's a very good album as a whole. Stevie Nicks loves that album. Stevie Nicks loves a lot of things. She said point, it was his rumors. I think she was a little off, but that there's anything wrong with you know, I'm not gonna fight with her. She's lived some more life than me. Yeah, I don't know if I'll just see how that goes. Rumors, but that's a very sweet (laughs) (laughs) She said it was his rumor. She didn't say it was comparable Mm. to rumors. (laughs) Because what is, you know. But she wrote about it in her diary and sometimes she posts pages from her diary on Instagram. She has a diary. Oh yeah. That's impressive. Mm -hmm. She's a songwriter. Yeah. I always wanted a diary, but hmm, never did it. I always felt like I needed a momentous occasion, and one never came. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you one for Christmas. <laughs> I had one with a heart lock. Wow. <laughs> Lost the key, so I busted the lock. I didn't listen to a lot of albums during quarantine, but, I mean, I guess if I I kind of revisited uh, Blonde by Frank Ocean, Absolutely. Mm. Um, I don't think I appreciated it when it came out a few years ago, um, but I've come to really appreciate who he is as an artist. So, um, so Blonde was kind of one of those things, uh, one of those albums that I just, just kind of take in with. I have yet to appreciate him, and I see identify as a boy. Yes. Um, I've yet to appreciate him, and I would really love to. And I know that he is like 
somewhat of a genius. He's also a gay artist, which I would like to support. But I have yet to actually... I tried with Blonde. I couldn't make it past the first two tracks. I don't think it was probably meant for me. But I could give it another try. I've never listened to that. Did you ever try Channel Orange? I listened to a few tracks on that one. I liked that one. A couple tracks off of that are really so. great. I got that. Uh, or tornado. Uh, da, da, Is that, that song, what that's from? Okay. Yes. That song I kind of ruined because it was played so much, but that's a great song. I remember teaching that to a lot of people back in the day. Elliot from mm. Mason Music mm-hmm. was obsessed with that album. Yeah. Everyone was really excited for Blonde to come out. I just, I'm glad you mentioned that album. Just listen to some Frank Ocean. Yes. Oh, I'll tell you one that kind of was interesting to me during quarantine because I remember watching the Grammys with you guys and I saw the performance of, uh, what was his name? Uh, I had it on the tip of my tongue. Tyler, the creator. Oh, yeah. His album, Igor. Whatever song he did on the Grammys, it was just the weirdest video I'd ever seen. And I was just like, okay, I can get behind this. And I listened to a couple tracks, and it was really good. It's weird for me with Tyler, the creator, because I'm not necessarily a fan of his uh, music. Yeah. Um, Not that there's anything wrong with it, um, but a lot of the subject matter of his music, I just... Not a fan of. Sure. Um, but I do love him as a person. Sure. On his goofy show, Loiter Squad. <laughs> from what? To watch this. <laughs> um, from Adult Swim Times. Oh, yes. Um, it's all on HBO Max, and it is, it's hilarious. But, um, yeah, Tyler, the creator, is probably one. I've listened to a few of his songs, and I don't hate the songs. Mm-hmm. Um but like I said, some of the subject matter and like especially like his early songs, yeah, I just I can't get behind. I get that for sure. I did like that Grammy performance, though. Um, yeah, that was good. I tried listening to the album and couldn't get into it. <sighs> it always takes the right time to listen to something for it to click. Yes. Yeah. So I just haven't had that time yet. But that Grammy performance... Uh, I mean, I was over here. We watched it together. That, yeah. I'll agree. That was like that was really great. It was very. Um, One of my few favorite memories of 2020 was watching those Grammys with you guys. Honestly, because it was just like, it was still kind of semi-virtual at that time, and it, but they still had like some in-person performances. Was that the Grammys with Lizzo and Ariana? Uh, oh, that was. I was not actually over here. I was at home. I watched Lizzo on the open the Grammys from bed. That was the same mm-hmm. one that Tyler the Creator was on. Yeah, with okay. um, the big performances because Ariana had the whole like bed oh, on the there. Bed thing, yeah. And Lizzo won one Grammy. That was right after Kobe. Yeah, that was the Kobe oh, Bryant. Yeah. Died. Wow. That was the Kobe Bryant. So that was right before lockdown. Because that was February. Because that was February. Yeah. It all runs together, y'all. It does. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just remember watching her open the Grammys from bed and, like, crying because I was so proud of her. And she did such yeah, she a, did great a great job. She did a great job. That was a great opening. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. The Grammys we watched during quarantine was also great. And I kind of hope that they incorporate that was those the things folklore. moving forward. Yes. She had the whole set. (laughs) Billie Eilish and Beyonce broke the record. Circle of musicians in the space. The Grammys this last year was like amazing. Yeah, it was really good. I felt so much better about that ceremony than I felt in a long time with the Grammys. Yeah, it just flowed so well. It just seemed like musicians supporting musicians almost. Yeah. Yeah. In a very calm way, because Beyonce is in the room, and you just have to be calm. Everyone's got to (laughs) just breathe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. The fashion was great, too. Taylor's floral dress that she she wore when she won. Um, Billie Eilish. Billie always looks great in her Gucci. Always and forever. Mm. I feel like I keep talking about Gucci. 
Gucci. Um, I've got another one that's not totally popular within this circle, but the Uh album from Blackpink. (laughs) Personally, (laughs) big deal. Um, (laughs) um, How you like that? I I will state for the record that I loved that record. That is. So they just blew up for me out of nowhere. Got introduced by some random person and then became my little shout fest in the car for a solid month and a half. It was great. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Blackpink in your area. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Another one. Oh, my gosh. Another very important one that does not get talked about because it is overshadowed by Chromatica, Future Nostalgia, but I think it's better than all of those things. Fetch the bolt cutters. Oh, you're right. Fetch Fiona. the bolt cutters. Fiona Apple reappearing after eight years without an album. Crazy creating girl. Creating one with sounds based out of her home. Mm-hmm. Rec- with the oh my cat gosh. Bones. Recorded herself <laughs> um, with the, the drumming on a box <laughs> with her cat bones in it because the song was about the cat or like. That's Can excessive. You wow. No, wow. it's crazy. All of her pets got got credited at the credits <laughs> for this album, and it is just truly that's stunning. white people, man. <laughs> um, that's a lot. <laughs> and it's just like I could have sworn when that album came out, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, this is gonna get nominated for album of the year, and it didn't get it. And I no. still think that they are so incorrect for that because, like, they are. It got nominated for what? Well, it won. I think it won best rock song. I, okay. It might have won best rock album too. It got nominated in smaller categories, mm-hmm. but that album to me definitely one hundred fifty percent deserved way more. That in is nominations. worth a listen for sure. It's awesome. You can't say anything bad about it, really. You just listen. And you're like, yeah. All Plus of that was had, great. She had so many things, good things to say about the Me Too movement, mm-hmm. um, the the Women's March. Yeah. Um, just all these really poignant subjects within her songs that, and she's an incredible writer, so she always puts things in a different perspective. And right, and there are a lot of people, you know, writing along the same vein at that time, just politically and from a feminine standpoint. And she wrote it in a very intelligent and different way. There's just something to creating. You know, we talked about Taylor's folklore and how how the basicness of the production and every it's not basic production by any means. It's masterful, beautiful art. But the like everything being so stripped down created this really big connection with going through quarantine. But mm-hmm. creating a whole album based off sounds in your home while you're locked in your home and like using noises that your pets make and and recording on your baby grand piano and drumming on a box of cat bones, you know, like (laughs) that to me is the ultimate quarantine experience. Truly. That's like something Prince would do. That's like genius, except Prince, you know, had a full fully functioning studio and could play every instrument himself. And that's a whole different (laughs) thing. But, oh my God, change of subject. Could you imagine what Prince would have done in quarantine? Uh, He would probably love it. Oh, he'd about it. The songs, I'm <laughs> sure. Be a little angry, but... Mm-hmm. Um, there was one album, or not an album, but a couple of singles that I really listened to a lot during quarantine, for obvious reasons, um, by a, a local artist named Ryan Stark. It was fantastic. <laughs> I listened Who's to that? Mo- I listened mm. to Monotony, Volume 2 and 1, and Focus by Ryan two Stark. 2 and 1. Yes, because two wow. was the important one because that was the Kenny Divine remix. Was the important one. We're gonna work <laughs> on how you phrase things <laughs> because Still you is the always need wow. help phrasing things in a correct way. Phrasing is everything, according to Archer. So it's so fun. It's, it's interesting to me that it's focused and not remind me how to breathe because it should be remind me how to breathe. I, apparently, I didn't put that one on repeat on Spotify during the night. The so I'm sorry. Who is Ryan Stark? That is the who question. Be? I, I wonder that all the time. Well, who knows? An enigma. <laughs> we never found I, out. I'll be your enigma. Spoiler alert, it might be Diva Divine. 
Just saying, you've never seen the two in the same room. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> or Batman. <laughs> who is whom? <laughs> oh my gosh. Speaking of which, did you watch the new trailer for, for Batman? What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Robert Pattinson. There's a trailer out. Oh, Stop. No. Really? I uh, would just watch it and see. I um, I don't know how it can. It's, it's hard. It's a touchy subject for me. It's hard hearing him do. It's hard to feel threatened by him after. <laughs> I'm Batman. You know, <laughs> it's hard. The scariest uh, of all. <laughs> but that trailer, that's a that's a good trailer. Whoever made that did a great job. Also, also Colin Farrell. Is who? The Penguin. What? what? I didn't see him in this. He was in the entire trailer. He's not in the trailer. He is in the trailer. You're I will so po- foolish. I will point him out to you. He is unrecognizable. You're wrong. Colin Do you Farrell think Armani is, is wrong? littered in that trailer. <laughs> His name is Do the... you think the body <laughs> of all the bodies is wrong? <laughs> the literal body is wrong. <laughs> when it comes to Marvel and DC, there is no better resource in our midst than the body divine. I'm just saying. Um, Zoe Kravitz. It's playing really? Catwoman. What? Why didn't you lead with that? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go. <laughs> she has, there's Say a no brief more. second where you see her kick her foot up in these long boots. And the minute that happened, I was like, okay. They're probably YSL boots. Perhaps. Why didn't you say that before? I'm so excited. Okay, it's well, a, it's a very weird cast. I'm not gonna. It's lie. a weird yeah. cast, I mean, but Andy Serkis is playing Alfred. Really? Yeah. Who's what? That's weird. Who's who's maybe the Batman world needs a shakeup? Okay. I mean, Batfleck was not enough of a shakeup. Apparently, <laughs> apparently not. That was the wrong kind of shake. There were that was. I actually <laughs> those were dark days. Ben Affleck as Batman. Oh, is that because he was the ben worst. He's, we're getting off subject here. <laughs> that though. is literally a refrigerator in a bat costume. <laughs> Wowee. Okay. You get the same action. <laughs> we're getting off sure. subject here. Uh, slightly. I'm Batman. But let's be honest, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze was truly the greatest. Uh, Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. Yes! Iconic in every truly. single way. Even Jim Carrey as Riddler. Mm-hmm. Who was Robin Can't in that it. one? Chris O'Donnell. That's right. Don't get, he was don't get him gay started. <laughs> gay Awakening gay over awakening. here. The <laughs> nipples in the suit he really did it. wasn't even the nipples. He was just very pretty. <laughs> He's just very pretty. <laughs> Thank you, Chris O'Donnell. Uh, that's wow. fine. I have Hayden Christensen. You have Chris O'Donnell. It'll be just fine. It's fine. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, actually, this is not too totally far off subject. Um, Lady and Kenny as well. Kenny and Lady live in the same house. So the musical journey that we go mm. on, Kenny just kind of has to deal with. I just strap but in and hope for the sorry best. About at this all point. The Speaking of Batman. Speaking of strapping um, in. Yes. We, uh, I spent a good part of my quarantine introducing Lady to the mastery that is Prince. Um, the absolute, in my opinion, the greatest artist that has ever lived ever uh at least in popular culture for sure but we spent a lot of time going through his whole entire discography we hit it all it was a great time every last bit of it and you know what is equally as awesome is that we can revisit any one of those albums and it's just as great oh i still do yes yeah if you're ever cooking dinner prince is what you put on and then after dinner Prince is what you put on. If you're ever on a road trip in the middle of California, Prince is what you put on. We did listen to Prince in California. Wait, which album was that? What album? Lotus Flower. Lo- you love Lotus I Flower. I love Lotus. You revisit that more often <laughs> lately. Um, yeah. MPL Sound. You should revisit that one too. Mm. Those were released together. Yes. You love MPL Sound That's too. That's a great one. Um, I like yeah, the gold experience Prince. for cooking because, you know, my favorite song is on there. <laughs> His breakfast can wait on me. Billy no. Jack, yes. <laughs> top fifty favorite songs of Lindsay's whole life. The minute she heard Billy Jack, it cemented Changed its place me. at number five. One hundred percent. And four. 
Yeah, it's great. You can't fight it. It puts you in a good mood every time. Mm-hmm. And that's what you need when you're in quarantine. That is true. Yeah. We listened to that so much in quarantine. It's all coming back to me now. My goodness. Well, Mr. Nelson helped us through uh, quite a few times. Um, it's also where we learned our love for, not learned, but revisited our love for Gaston. You know Dear what I mean? God. <laughs> it's our bonus tracks. Yeah. <laughs> Disney quarantine. Disney quarantine. Usually when the Disney came out was when dad went to bed <laughs> and it just kind of happened and I would throw the earplugs in and hope for the best. So. Well, we're sitting in Lolita's Cantina, which is the bar divine, basically. Bar divine, yes. Um, <laughs> patio divine. Patio um, divine, that's it. So Kenny and Lady got, uh, I think this was before we reconnected in quarantine. I think Probably. this was before because I didn't like, I felt very alone, you know. Uh, so Lady and Kenny got cor- uh, COVID. We did. Jesus. And I was dying for some human contact <laughs> or conversation or something. So I went to Publix and I bought like five bottles of wine, <laughs> came over with the lawn chair, set up. 50 feet away. In I was their about to say 20, backyard. but yes, it was 50. And um, I had a great time. We could not taste the wine at all. That was the dark moment. Yeah, that was when we lost our taste and smell. Yes. So we sat in the screen porch and you sat in the yard. I got to buy the cheapest fucking wine possible because <laughs> I didn't give a like shit. If I you've actually ever had Zinfandel in your mouth <laughs> and you couldn't taste it. <laughs> I don't recommend. <laughs> not a good feeling. I had all different kinds. It's kind of too. like holding milk in your mouth, but Ugh. not knowing what it could possibly taste like. It had a creamy vibe to it for sure. But it still has maximum mental impact. So, so we were Can't good. Be too upset about that. I was sad that I couldn't taste it, but I was not sad at the effects. I had already drank a bottle of wine before I came over and didn't tell anyone. <laughs> Whoops. So. Confession. Midway through the third bottle, somebody decided to turn on Let It Go. And that's the last thing I remember is twirling around your backyard. And my screens <laughs> my screens are still loose, by the way, because you were pounding on them. <laughs> do you need to tighten those? I do up? need to tighten those screens. I'm looking at them right now. I vaguely remember pounding on them. COVID Kenny had to take <laughs> Diva home. Within the car with the windows rolled down and a mask on. And a mask on. <laughs> you were in your own back seat. You were in your <laughs> own. I, it was straight up driving Miss Daisy, is what it was. <laughs> wow. <laughs> One of the greatest moments in quarantine for me, for sure. Truly. I think you said I looked like an alien. <laughs> Forgot about that. Not that I'm holding on to it or anything. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you were in a very dark place. <laughs> oh, my. Hmm. You know, well, I guess we spent quite a bit of time together in quarantine because we were our own little bubble. What did you Just do in quarantine, B-Body? I played a lot of Animal Crossing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's a lot of Animal Crossing? A lot of Animal Crossing where I spent 16 hours on a couch a day. For the better part of a month and a half. Is that why your couch looks the way it does? <laughs> no, it, no, it looked like that before. Oh, no. no. So, um, Any dollar that goes into the tip jar for this episode <laughs> will go towards the body divine the getting a new couch, apparently. <laughs> so it's fine. Desperately needed. Mm-hmm. But... Um, no, a lot of uh, a lot of video games, and then music and cooking. I guess revisiting. Like I said, I didn't listen to a lot of new artists besides or n- new albums besides uh, Gaga and Ariana, um, but like revisiting James Blake, yes. um, the color in anything, yes, which is one mm. of my favorite albums. Um, yeah, that's that's what I did during quarantine. While gaining just 10 pounds eating ruffles and Oreos on my couch. My nudes from quarantine are just (laughs) the most embarrassing thing. You see every slice of Domino's. (laughs) 
<laughs> Every single one. Even though it's thin crust. God, I didn't learn thin Girl, crust till after up. quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of thin crust, an album we haven't mentioned yet is Disco by Kylie Minogue. <laughs> Here we are. What a perfect segue. I think so. Tomatoes so, 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 something, say. Whatever that song is, absolutely. That was a great album. It's called Say Something. But is she from Australia? Yeah, originally. She is. She lives in the UK, but apparently she's moving back to Australia here soon or in oh. the process now. Um, that album was great. Great album. Oh Disco's my god! Disco's having a comeback. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Dua, well, Kylie, and, and Abba, and Jesse Ware. Cannot Ware. forget. What's oh, your yeah, pleasure? The trio of Great amazing quarantine album. disco albums that we were blessed to get from those three. I'm telling you, we just kind of woke up at 11 a.m. and poured some wine and danced for. 10 hours a day for <laughs> eight nine quarantine. 10 months you know <laughs> pretty much no there was a lot of sadness and hardship don't be afraid yeah i got broken up with like Ugh. two weeks into quarantine dancing <laughs> so much dancing also i'll say confessions on a dance floor madonna i did go through the whole discography roots on a dance floor with songs like I Love New York, where she rhymes New York with dork. <laughs> Let's not remember that. <laughs> but Any other song on the hung album. Up, <laughs> it's true. Sorry, Future Lovers. Mm. Come on. Yeah. Truth. That's that album is non stop dance a thon, the mm-hmm. whole freaking thing. Um, I spent a lot of time with Madonna in quarantine. You did. American Life. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was another part of our quarantine. I I think we listened to all of Madonna's discography too. We listened too. to a lot of Madonna. We did. watched a lot of Madonna videos, which is a whole other side that needs to be explored, for sure. I think so too. Um, we also uh, we really liked Ozzy's latest release. Oh, yeah. That came out. We listened to that album the same day that we listened to Chromatica for the first time. That was at oh the beach. Oh, my gosh, we did. On the way to the beach. Because as Ordinary His Man with Elton, Elton John. John. Have you heard that song? I have not. The Body is currently going through Elton John's whole discography. Wow. Um, that is definitely should be a oh, pit stop a for you before song. you finish. That song That song makes me cry. It it's so beautiful. Uh, it's so cozy. Yeah, like this porch. You should do that. Like Lolita's. Yes. Um, I know that he's kind of, not kind of, but very controversial since the release of this, but I don't think I can name quarantine albums without naming We Are Chaos by Marilyn Manson. Mm, For sure. That was a... That was a very big album for me through quarantine, so I was very sad. That title track is great. It is. It's hard for me though, with those situations. Yeah. Ugh. Such a great song though. If you can, you know, extricate the person from the song, it's a great song. It's hard. I just can't. I. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's very difficult. It's, I would have called myself a pretty big Marilyn Manson fan before, and it kind of it doesn't really break my heart, but it does create a certain kind of sadness just Mm -hmm. I don't listen to him very much anymore and his sound was something that I really kind of connected with so it's me and Ryan Adams all over again is what it is yeah well that's a Mm -hmm. whole other podcast discussion is for sure yeah musicians we've had to kind of say goodbye to (laughs) god and uh, not necessarily say goodbye to but kind of step back and reevaluate our relationship with said musicians. Yeah, especially when it, like, I mean, there for a while, everything Marilyn Manson did, I, not did, but, like, music he released, I just kind of really took to heart. It connected with something, all of my screaming emo shit inside, but <laughs> yes. after that came out, it's kind of hard to listen to We Are Chaos and not think about some terrible things. No so. doubt. I also did RuPaul's whole discography. Yes. 
Um, I got really excited there. That's my bad. Kenny realized that Kitty Girl is the song that's been missing <laughs> out of his life. Truly. For the entirety of it. Madly deeply. You guys Deep did it. some deep manual labor to Kitty Girl. Oh, my God. We trenched then, didn't we? <laughs> you ripped out the chain link fence. We did. Yeah, D- yeah, yeah. Diva Divine and Candy Divine got me obsessed with Drag Race during quarantine. <gasps> oh, yeah. That Through was text another, messages. Yeah, that was another huge thing. I binge watched the first six seasons. <laughs> wow. And three, two seasons of All Stars it available at the time. Like a couple days. Yeah. This was just wow. as Animal Crossing. Well, once you, once you get started with Drag Race, like just, once you're in it, you, you just. I just fell into that rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Like, it just. It's addicting for sure. It's so oh, easy. It was. All the different personalities, the yeah. different queens, like, like every single person brings their own little thing. Just and watching a season every two days. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> we all I'm just like, issues. I finished yeah, I season that. two. You just started season one yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I was What else sure. am I going to do? <laughs> Play Animal Crossing? <laughs> Literally. So I don't know if we mentioned this earlier, but this podcast brought to you by Hendry's 2017 Zinfandel, which I'm currently out of, and I'm Mm. hoping that somebody can fix this situation. Lady's way better at pouring than I am. So says the straight man who simply just doesn't want to pour. It's a forced. It's because he's he's straight. Yeah. It's it's literally because I'm straight. His arm doesn't bend. Cutting all of this out. <laughs> I'm not cutting any of this shit out. This is gold. <laughs> this is the soundbite at the beginning. Oh, it's is. funny, bitch. True. <laughs> Don't move. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. Don't breathe. Beautiful. Oh, it's stuck. Oh, God. Oh, you no. never used a decanter before. <laughs> I have. Literally insert into glass. <laughs> it's That's what she said. Mmm. It's like I worked in fine dining, but I didn't. Wow. You certainly sanitized a bathroom, though. I did, and a table. That was my quarantine, was working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was, was sanitizing, for sure. Sorry, lady. Please continue. I'm going to cut to some older albums that we discovered, or that Diva and I at least discovered in quarantine. Um, one of them is Ingenue. By Katie Lang. Was that quarantine? It was quarantine. Ingenue was quarantine? Yeah, I believe so. Wow. Okay, people. Mm-hmm. If you've made it this far into this damn <laughs> podcast, <laughs> Diva just needs to let you know that if there's one thing that you do right after or mm-hmm. right now even, pause this right now. Turn on the album Ingenue by KD Lang. Thank us later. Seriously, and just connect with the old soul inside you and love your life. Oh, she just her voice is so velvety, and the songs are beautiful, and she is beautiful, and it's just rich and comforting. And mm. save me, Miss Chatelaine. Miss Chatelaine, constant craving. Great. That's probably the song that a lot of people know, Constant Craving. The album that goes with it is It's so worth a listen. uh, It's a great fall album. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Wanting something to listen to. Smooth and beautiful. Can we segue into the remix of Miss Chatelaine that includes Orville Peck? Absolutely. Which brings us to Orville Peck. Mm -hmm. Here we are. Which is another big, at least for Lady and Kenny and I. Absolutely. uh, A big part of our quarantine was being introduced to Orville Peck. Lord have mercy. Was it man? Pony? Pony is the album. Mm -hmm. And then Show Show Pony Pony was the EP that came out after. Yeah. Yes. So he's like Roy Orbison meets Johnny Cash. A little bit of Elvis thrown in there. Elvis is definitely involved. Um, Just old school country, but But got a beautiful, mournful voice. Like Mm -hmm. just that. Uh, It's so great. It's really, you can't. Stop listening once you start. No. Such an addicting voice. 
Have you listened to Orville Peck, The Body? Not yet. Seems like we need to introduce you to. He's got a lot to do. Tonight is the night. I know he covered. uh, Was it? Warm this way? He did. Yes. Oh, he did. yes. I you love right. his cover. Yes. Do you like yes. it? Yes. Yeah, I liked it. I love his cover yeah. Born This Way. It's really sweet. Yeah. He's a great. That was probably my tone. introduction to Orville Peck. Mm-hmm. Um, was his cover of Born This Way. So I definitely need to dive into Orville Peck. Pony, the minute, probably one minute into that album, you're just like, Oh sh! This is something special, mm-hmm. and you special. can't turn away. Um, well, I think the same day that I found him, I came over here, mm-hmm. it sat on the floor, and hooked my phone up to the speaker. It was like, "Hey, you guys listen. gotta listen to this." <laughs> and then we listened to the whole album. Then we listened to the EP right after because yeah, we, we were did. just like, "What is this?" Changed yeah. my life. He did a cover of "Small Town Boy" by Bronsky Beat as well, yes, which was so good. so good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. When you've got Shania Twain on your first EP, it's kind of a big deal. So I hope he sees great success. Much success. I bet he will. He's fabulous. The country genre is one that's kind of going through a fun change. I hope that they let it in and celebrate it. Mm -hmm. Just between Orville Peck and Casey Musgraves and, Mm. and... I don't Miranda Lambert and all these... I don't know. There's lots of people doing things the way they want to do things right. as opposed to the the standard way of doing country music and i mm-hmm. think that's really great uh what's his face sailor's guide to the earth or whatever sturgill simpson sturgill simpson he's a big yes. advocate for mm-hmm. moving that sound into the future yeah he's awesome lil nas x actually has helped a little bit too yeah not a quarantine album but montero is the shit. A great <laughs> album <laughs> Just that saying. This year, right? It actually truly is a great album. It is a great album. I was stunned, not expecting that from him at all. <laughs> and it is like every single track. Oh, my God. Yeah, he did great. <sighs> anyway, not a quarantine album, but no. needed to be mentioned, Off I feel like. Path. My other oldie is um, a huge discovery for a diva and I is Paula Cole. Like, mm. this could be a whole other podcast episode because she is an icon. Underrated. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know that nobody else here can talk about <laughs> Sorry to take the conversation. Sorry, we're sharking it. The <laughs> body and Kenny, but oh, my God, Paula Cole. Um, so most people's experience with Paula Cole is the Dawson's Creek theme song. I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. That's it. But... Is it her second album, This Fire? Yeah. That's the iconic album that put her on the map. That has Where Have All the Cowboys Gone on mm-hmm. it. But Mississippi. Oh, what a great track. <laughs> the minute it starts. Oh, she's just on another level Ugh. than anyone else at that time. Armpit hair flying. Right. Like, sweat on me, bitch. Please, God. <laughs> Beautiful. She won Best New Artist for that album. What year was that? Uh, 1990. I was going to guess 95. I feel like the album came out in 96 because that was the big year. Maybe. Right? Because Tidal came out in 96. I thought it came out before Jagged Little Pill. Before everyone. And kind of set the tone. I don't know if it set the tone, but it was part of the same progression. Mm -hmm. But I'm pretty sure it came out before Jagged Little Pill. And Jagged Little Pill, I want to say, was 97. Okay. Yeah, somewhere in there. Regardless. She's driving, still touring. She's coming to Hoover, Alabama. We're about to see her on November November, 5th. Lord willing in the creek. Don't (laughs) rise. Hoover Public Library. Here we come. (laughs) But she is definitely... Just an all-around musician. She just recorded a song with John Paul White, formerly of the Civil Wars, and Jason Isbell of the Drive-By Truckers. Who's... Right? Isn't he Drive-By Truckers? Yeah. And Jason Isbell in the 400 unit. Yes. Mm. So, if anyone knows those, they know that that's good company. 
Dang, Paula Cole. That was a moment mm-hmm. in time. This fire is the place to start and then go from there. Anything else? Perfection. I think as a last little album that we made it through quarantine, because I feel like maybe we've we've listed quite a few, but this one has not been mentioned yet. And I know how a lady feels. Hotels. Mm. Jasmine Sullivan. And Ho, what is it? H-E-A-U-X or something? Yes. Hotels. <laughs> she fancy. Quite yes. the return for Jasmine Sullivan. I've been waiting hiatus. since reality show, which was mm-hmm. 2015. Which is, ugh. And she comes back with this album that's about, well, it's equal parts about dick and <laughs> not needing a man but wanting dick and how money can you do it for you if this. you want. <laughs> like, Lord have mercy. It's a very freeing album. What's the pick up your feelings? Mm-hmm. Pick up your feelings. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? But then there's another one. Oh my gosh. Um, this one, then you lost one. What lost one? Is that what lost that's? Lost one. Mm-hmm. Oh, that one that's makes right. me cry. Her song was SZA. At the end of the album, stunning. SZA. SZA is perfect always. Was Control quarantine? I mean, it was definitely visited, but I think that was pre. I think so, too. SZA should be mentioned on every podcast in the entire world every <laughs> single time. SZA, SZA, SZA. S-Z-A. Look her up. Did you want to talk about your Roosevelt person? Oh, my gosh. Yes. A German producer boy named Roosevelt put out an album called Polydance last year, and it was fantastic. If it's not on your Spotify playlist, you should make it a thing. Polydans, P-O-L-Y-D-A-N-S. That's the name of the album? It is. What's a song from it that you would pick out from that album that's like, yes, queen? Feels right. That's it. That's it. That's the only one. It's the only one that's... It's a good vibe album. It's a great vibe album. We listened to it on a road trip, and it was really good. It was fantastic. Mm. I watched the video of it. It's great. It's got a good bass line. It's got a good hook. Fantastic drums. Everything that I love. It's Kenny music for sure. So many cents. Yes. I mean, the man did mention Chromio earlier. Damn, Scipio <laughs> did. Chromio's great. All of these albums that we've mentioned today can be found anywhere music is streamed because that's how we all found it. I know that I prefer Spotify in my life. Spotify. Um, mainly because of the pay your artists better, but mm. the whole... The way you set everything up is much better than everything else. So I will go for it for the organization. Pay your artists more. Yes. Anyway. But thank you so much for listening to Podcast Divine today. Please remember, wash your hands, hug your mama, and don't Don't be be a a dick. dick. Thanks for listening, y'all. We'll see you next time. Ah. Deuces. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.